If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, then you know how I feel about the subject of taking action. One of my most favorite quotes of all time is by Theodore Roosevelt, and it's a poetic reminder of what it means to be a person of action and that it isn't an easy way to be, but it isn't meant to be easy. It's meant to be worth it. In today's episode, I'll read to you Theodore Roosevelt's Man in the Arena speech, and I'll give you my takeaways, letting you know how I use this as motivation to help me focus on being a man of action. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies, and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it, and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. That sounds crazy to hear me say that out loud. First and foremost, I'd like to personally thank you for listening to the show. Maybe you're listening while in the car. Maybe you're listening on headphones while you're working out or prepping dinner or even checking off your gear or drug box at the station. Who knows? Regardless of how or when you listen to the show, I want you to know that I sincerely appreciate your continued support and I am really honored that the audience has grown over the months that I've dedicated to writing and producing and publishing a weekly podcast. I don't get paid to produce this show. This is merely a way that I can give back to the community that I love so much. I wanted to be the change that I wish to see in the fire service. And by doing that, by taking notes in my journal and by reading interesting articles to try to gain a better understanding of how I can become the firefighter I'd want on my crew, I thought that it would be selfish for me to keep it to myself. I mean, it's very a very meta statement, isn't it? There may be some changes coming, but as those changes come, so does growth. I'll be constructing new programs to offer to you guys. Currently, I have the Ignited Recruit Academy for those of you who are looking to get into the fire service. And the next cohort of that starts up in January, but I'll go into the details on that a little bit later. I've got plans to launch another crew builder, uh, another cohort of that, which focuses um, on the efforts of those of you who are currently on the job, who are looking to create a better environment and a better bond with your crew. 
I've got the fitness plan that I offer to those of you who are looking to improve yourselves physically. And I've got the book club to help those of you who are looking to refine yourselves mentally. So I'm trying to cover all bases here. I'm doing all that I can to practice what I preach because if I didn't actively engage in the things that I'm sharing, I'd be a hypocrite, right? The things that I share with you are from the heart and they're things that genuinely mean a lot to me, not just in my professional life, but in my personal life as well. And I want to speak from the heart. I want to be genuine in the things that I'm presenting to you. Honestly, it would be incredibly difficult to come up with things every week that I feel are not only important to impart on my own practices, but to impart upon you if I didn't truly believe in them. So again, thank you so much for listening. And here's to a hundred more. All right, moving on now. I don't know how many of you out there have heard or read Theodore Roosevelt's The Man in the Arena speech, but you're going to hear it today because I'm going to read it to you. And as I read this, think of the symbology. Think of what's going on in your life. And think of how these words can be applied to the challenges that you may be facing or have faced in the past, but maybe didn't know how to deal with. Now, I chose this topic because I'm a firm believer in frequency. So like the more you put out into the universe what it is you're feeling, the more that thing's going to be prevalent in your life. And so I wrote down some notes on what I wanted this episode to be about, the 100th episode, right? Big deal. And uh, this was one of the things that came to my mind. And not even two days later was I tagged in a post from a friend on Instagram that shared this exact speech. So I was like, well, that solidifies it. That's it. So without further ado, here is Theodore Roosevelt's The Man in the Arena. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error or shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who, at the best, knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who, at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly? So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory or defeat. There are a lot of things that I think and I feel when it comes to this speech. I think of the ridicule that I've faced from people that I work with and uh, people in the firefighting community in general. I think of the personal attacks that have come along with it. I think of friends that I've had to cut ties with because their true toxic colors were revealed through secret or very public ridicule. Now, I didn't cut ties with people because they critiqued me. That's not what I'm about at all. If it was constructive, I welcomed it. That's great. However, the toxic poison of negative attacks, just to throw them out there, for whatever reason, those things don't serve me and they don't serve the mission. So it's actually been very helpful uh, 
in allowing me to qualify my sphere of influence and purge those people from my life that would do nothing other than hold me back from the positive things that I'm trying to accomplish here. So the experience has been bittersweet, but in the end, it's helped me to become better at becoming better, if that makes sense. There are four things specifically that come to mind when I think of this quote. I don't want to just focus on the negative, oh, poor me, people attack me and ridicule me, like big deal. That's going to happen anywhere you go. And if you're not doing something worth a damn, then guess what? You don't deserve that kind of critique. So honestly, um, it's that quote from Winston Churchill. Oh, you have enemies? Congratulations, you stood for something. I believe that was Winston Churchill. Anyway, feel free to correct me on that one. But let's focus now on the four things that are on the positive side that I picked out uh, in regards to this speech that come to my mind. So number one, a loss doesn't mean that you are lost. The idea behind this is the concept of losing the battle, but winning the war. We all have losses in life, but that's not the end of things. If you allow your losses to define your life, then I really do feel sorry for you. And you, you need some help. Hopefully, some of the things that I'm providing you might be able to help you out of that. Um, but back on track, being a firefighter and a paramedic, I've been witness to some pretty significant and life-changing losses in the lives of the people that I serve. And I know for those of you on the job out there, you have to. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I've had some significant losses in my personal life as well. And if there's one thing that I know about life, it's that it goes on. How we choose to move forward, or if we choose to move forward, is completely up to us. My dad passed away several years back. He wasn't involved in my life as much as I would have liked him to be, and he had a lot of personal challenges that inhibited him from being as present as he made it appear that he wanted to be. He taught me a lot indirectly through me observing the things that he did that restricted him and ultimately cost him his freedom in certain circumstances, figuratively and literally. Um, however, there's one pearl of wisdom that he imparted on me, and that was that if we have nothing else in life, we always have the ability to think. I'd tack on to that and say that we not only have the ability to think, but we have the ability to choose how we feel in any given situation we're placed in, whether it's of our own doing or it's because something that has been forced upon us. Just because we've experienced a loss doesn't mean that we are lost and that hope is lost. For example, I've been a part of three captain promotional tests and have made the list two out of those three times. Both of those promotional lists have been since expired and I haven't been promoted. But that doesn't mean that A, I should just give up, or B, that there isn't something to be learned from each of those experiences. If anything, it better prepares me for the next time a promotional test rolls around. Just because you have experienced a loss doesn't mean that you are lost. Number two, consider the source and let go of the rest. The crowd and the masses are very critical, right? That's the nature of the beast. However, think of what the crowd is. The crowd is full of people who are satisfied with bread and circus. 
Now, this is a reference to the gladiator arena. Back during the times where gladiators and chariot races were the spectacle, the rulers of the time would satiate the masses with games to keep their people's minds off the troubling times. And as the people would attend these games, they'd forget to think about the really important things like sustainability, the future, political upheaval, all the underhanded things that were going on um, on the side and on the slight because they were distracted. So think of the type of weak-minded people who are sitting in the stands. They're the ones who are too afraid to step into the arena. They're the ones who think they're too good to do the work. They mock, they criticize, they're ego-based, they're entitled. And they submit their approval as if it should mean something to you. Don't let it. Don't let the words of the weak sway your actions of strength. Number three, don't give yourself away. By telling you not to give yourself away, I mean that you should protect your energy. You shouldn't be using energy to convince people who will never understand what it is you're doing because they just won't. They just won't get it. Think of the difference between bees and flies. A bee spends its time doing meaningful work, flying from here to there, collecting pollen, helping things grow. A bee is productive. A bee contributes to something greater than itself. Now a fly spends its time being a scavenger and landing on and putting its mouth all over pieces of shit. No matter how many times the bee tries to convince that fly that what the bee is doing is productive and meaningful, the fly will never understand that. And it will continue to fly from turd to turd being content with their shitty life and being nothing but a nuisance to everyone around them. Spreading disease, spreading annoyance. Don't waste your energy on these types of people. Don't give yourself away to them. Number four, show gratitude. Show gratitude to your supporters. Out of that crowd of a hundred, there will be a select few who actually believe and support what it is that you're doing. There'll be a couple of bees mixed in among the flies who don't realize there's something more yet until maybe you show them. Now, this is meant to encourage you to speak to those people and not worry about the rest. Those people who would shout your name, support your mission, and share your message are the ones you should actively show gratitude for. Gratitude and acknowledgement go a long, long way. Think about the last time your company officer reached out specifically to you to show gratitude for something that you did or a skill that you performed admirably. How did that make you feel? I know it makes me feel seen. It makes me feel appreciated. And ultimately, isn't that the type of validation you want at work? If you're on the job, then you know that having the privilege of doing this for a career, being a firefighter paramedic, is rewarding enough. It really is. But it's still nice to hear it from time to time. Hey, good job, right? We don't do it for that, but it's nice to hear. A lot can happen to decimate morale if people neglect to acknowledge the effort and continued professional execution of trained skills and personal care and attention that we consistently perform. I'm really glad and actually really honored to share this speech with you. It's had quite an impact on me. It's something I think about almost daily 
actually. It, it means a lot to me. It drives me to continue on with the mission with Ignited, but also my mission while on duty. Find a quote. I'm challenging you right now. Find a quote or a poem or a speech, something that you can remember, reference back to, that helps you focus on the type of person that you want to be. Then dissect it. Own it. Imbibe it. Use that speech to propel you forward in times of difficulty. When everyone around you wants to laugh and mock and hold you down like crabs in a bucket, don't let them. Instead, propel yourself toward your goal. Think about this. It takes an incredible amount of fuel and thrust for a rocket to propel itself away from the restrictive gravity of Earth. But once it has breached the atmosphere and all else is left behind, there's an expansive universe of possibility. Find that thing to act as your rocket fuel. Hold it sacred and let the hands that would hold you down burn away as you push through the atmosphere onto something greater. As you discover the speech or the quote or the poem or whatever it may be that speaks to you, or if you currently have one that came to mind, I would love for you to share it in our online community. Join the community online. Click the link in the show notes or visit facebook.com slash groups slash ignited firefighter podcast community here you can connect with me and firefighters from all over the world you can gain some perspective some new insights on what's going on in the firefighting world and get some support by brothers and sisters who actually care about maintaining and fostering the brotherhood that the fire service should be you can also find me on instagram and twitter at ignited ff engage with me and the rest of us in the group we're here to engage. We're here to grow. This is a perfect way to share and obtain new ways to arm yourself with some strategies so you can stand firm in your principles. Quick announcement. I'm going to be making this announcement a lot lately, guys, uh, because January 4th, I'll be launching the Ignited Firefighter Recruit Academy Cohort 21-1. Go to ignitedff.com or click the link in the show notes to learn more and join up. And if you're not yet on the job, this is geared towards you. And if you're looking for a way to get on the right path, join the Ignited Recruit Academy. It's an investment in yourself. In this six-week online program, you will get weekly personal instruction and accountability from me. Weekly assignments that will refine your mental approach and help you remove ego from the equation, or as best you can anyway. You'll get strategies for interviewing well. You'll get the 28-day ignition workout program that I've created that's geared toward getting you in the habit of working out and getting you ready to step into the fire academy. You'll also get access to a private Facebook group where you can connect with others in the cohort as well as previous IRA alumni. So if you're looking to gain a career doing the best job in the world, join me in the Ignited Recruit Academy and we'll get you on the right path. Thanks again for listening, guys. 100 episodes. Unbelievable. I am so thankful for you guys. I appreciate you. Be safe out there. And remember, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. <laughs>